Okay, welcome back to Crossing the Access, the podcast where we talk about everything related to the business of video production and what it takes to cross that 1 million mark in your sales and your revenue and getting the work you want. Man, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> that is a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm Max and... Uh, and this is Jake. Yep. And we will be your hosts today. We're going to be talking about what we call the season of sales. It's really how does how does the various seasons affect your sales outlook and how to keep that consistent? Yeah, I mean, definitely one of the things we hear the most from folks is that feast or famine with sales. We talked about it a little bit in our last podcast, um, hiring your first salesperson. But uh, this is another sort of set of tips and tricks you can use to to reduce that feast or famine roller coaster where you either have too much work to be out there looking for new work or you have no work because you haven't been looking for any work because you've been so busy. We've seen a lot of people on that roller coaster of, we have been a lot of time getting we've yeah that's true we've been on that roller coaster <laughs> where you spend so much time trying to get the work and then you get it all you're super busy that you totally forget about what getting the next batch of work for six months down the road so as soon as you catch your breath and things start to slow down and you're not doing the work anymore all of a sudden you look around and there is no more work exactly. Uh, and it's, it's not a happy time. It's so stressful. spend another month or two trying to reignite those sales engines. So yeah. we call this the season of sales because it's about how you can build a calendar for reaching out both to your current customers and to the prospects that you really want to work with um, based on seasonality, based on on, on the, the changes in uh in uh, in in the seasons and people's fiscal calendars and so forth that uh, allow you to get a jump on things and sort of be a little more consistent even when you're busy with your work with reaching out to your clients. Um, and so, so I, you, I, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you see those seasons as? Well, um, I see the seasons as primarily you know they are just the the main seasons. It's sort of like. Basically, you've got your Christmas season, which we know is retail. And so for that, we see you reaching out to your clients that have a lot of retail products. Let's say like REI might be one of your clients and you'd want to be reaching out to them in the you know mid-summer um, to be saying, hey, what do you guys got planned for this Christmas um, for your release and uh, for, for your sales you know, let's start putting those videos together. Now, some of them have to be shot in the summer. You know, if you live in an area like uh, we do up here in Washington, where the seasons change quite a bit, you need to shoot that stuff in the summer. But a lot of times the marketing team need that material uh, for other parts of their, their advertising than just the, uh, the videos. Um, you know, they might want to use the stills from your, your shots and so forth. So getting a jump on that, reaching out to those clients that you know are retail and they know have products uh, for Christmas sales um, that they're probably not going to start advertising until November, but nevertheless, you're going to want to jump on that a lot earlier than that. Um, and that's a great point about, about the weather too aspect. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, outdoor on the flip side, outdoor is, uh, you know, folks that are going to be advertising in the spring um, for, you know, say you're working with uh, 
another type of outdoor company. Um, so I already said REI, but um, you know, it might be it might be a kayaking company or something that you're working with, a boat building company. They're going to be doing their big sales in the spring. Um, so you're going to be reaching out to them around Christmas to say, what do you got? What do you got planned? Or you might even be reaching out to them a whole year in advance so that you can shoot the stuff and edit the stuff uh, over the summer and then have it for their next spring. So again, it's, it's just constantly, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't express enough how just starting a little calendar and this doesn't have to be in any fancy app or anything like that. Um, not like pipeline, uh, but you can just do it in, in Google Cal, you can do it anywhere and just keep track of, uh, a, a marketing calendar that you say, you know, this is when I'm going to reach out to so-and-so this is when I'm going to reach out to so-and-so spending, you know, a couple hours now, just putting that calendar together. And it'll, it'll remind you, even when you're, you're busy, you're in the middle of shoots and editing and stuff. Oh, don't forget to call or send a quick text or email out to, uh, you know, that kayaking company. And it, 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 it can be just all the difference hitting folks at the right time when they're starting to generate the ideas long before they started putting stuff in mind. That is, that is critical. Um, another one is nonprofits. If you work with a lot, a lot of nonprofits, I know we used to um, at Handcrank. And if you work with a lot of nonprofits, they've got their gala season. Know when it is, you know, if they always do their galas um, in, you know, in February, uh, they, 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 all their fundraising dinners and so forth. We used to do tons of videos, tons of business on that. Um, I'd say we did, you know, probably, I don't know, would you say Jake, like 50 to 60,000 a year on, on just doing videos? Well, maybe, maybe yeah. We would had some clients that were just 50 K alone. So I, yeah. Yeah. So I say a hundred or hundred plus on just doing gala videos and those can be really sweet. They're really fun to do. Uh, they're really meaningful to the folks that, uh, that you produce them for. Um, and the clientele tends to be wonderful to work with just nonprofits in general are so thankful for the work. Um, but again, you just need to be on that. If their gala is always in February, then you know you're reaching out to them at the end of September to, to try to get, get, the, get the thing in the can um, or help. And them I'd out. say on that note, I, especially nonprofits, especially you need to reach out to them because I've known a lot. It, yeah. There are times, the experienced ones that have been making video part of their gala for a decade, they have it down pretty well. But those new ones that are, just doing the video for the first time or the first couple of years that they're getting started, they have unreal expectations about what all goes into the video for their gala. So they might reach out one month before. (laughs) Can we do this video? And you have to say, no, I'm sorry. That's just, yeah. And, and let's talk about this This we call this, we used to call this uh, the preemptive sales strike. And what that meant was not waiting around until they called you, but you calling them, this is typically with your current customers and that you've done, you know, some work for and say, Hey, what are you guys thinking about for this next season? What are you thinking about for the fall? If it's the spring, what are you thinking about for six months from now? Um, We have some ideas for you. And let me tell you something, marketing departments love ideas. They love them. They will take a meeting with you. If you say, I've got five cool video ideas for you based on other work that we've been doing. Um, they'll take a meeting with you. They, they will, they may not make the video, but they will meet with you and they will appreciate the generosity of the information you're giving them and the ideas you're giving them. And it will also allow you to dictate a lot more, the type of video you might make for them. In other words, if you start the bar ball rolling, 
then the chances of you helming that thing more closely through to the end in terms of, you know, being able to make more of the video you think they need, uh, which often I feel like we, we do know better for the client, what kind of video they need than they do. Um, they, they, my experience, they love that. They really respond well to it. And it's a great way just to fill up that marketing, uh, or fill up that production pipeline over the course of the year. You, you, you just be amazed at how much it, being preemptive, being thinking seasonally like this changes your relationship with your client from being a sort of peon that does stuff for them to being a partner. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I would add to that, that along your notes about uh, hitting them up for their type of customer, whether it's retail or outdoor or nonprofit, uh, paying attention to their quarter end. And uh, yes. you, you may find luck if you reach out a month before their quarter end when they have a budget and they're trying to, they're trying to spend all of that budget before the month end. And that doesn't really make sense. At first you think, oh, why would they want to spend all of their budget? Well, if they don't spend their budget, they get a smaller budget next quarter. So there is an incentive at a lot of companies to spend as much of your budget as you can. Uh, so a month before that quarter end is a good time to reach out, as is right at the turn of the quarter, because that's when they get their new budget, it refreshes and suddenly they have, if they didn't have money to spend at the end of last quarter, they have money to spend now in this quarter. Yeah, I remember Microsoft's fiscal year end <clears throat> is at the end of June. And it was always a big scramble to put together, you know, uh, deals um you know in in mid-june uh and get them on the books uh, mm-hmm. as agencies would come to us saying oh man we got to do this because microsoft's got to spend some money and and so we would be scrambling with them obviously reaching out months ahead of time would have been far better because invariably you're you know out here in the in the on the west coast and in the Northwest, often our summers are much more filled with shoots than our, our winters. So um, again, it, it can be a hard time to put those kind of deals together while you're in the middle of a lot of other shoots. It's just so much better to try to just work preemptively on your timetable um, and, and, and setting up that uh, setting up that calendar where you mark like, hey, Microsoft fiscal year end, June 31st, you know, just go, go back three or four months earlier and say, you know, who are the agencies I work with that work with, uh, work with Microsoft? Let's, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's reach out to them and, and make a plan together. That's another, you know, if you're someone that works a lot with agency, uh, those are agencies love ideas too. They need them. And they mm-hmm. often don't know the landscape of video as well as you do. They don't know uh, what's hot right now. They don't know the latest thing you're working on. They don't know, um, you know, all that, all that you might be watching and thinking of out there and the socials and, and so forth. So they're, they're, they're looking for ideas and they, they want you as that partner. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know, like you said, if you know that you have a lot of work in June or July, that's your hot season, do whatever you can uh, to spread some of that work out so that you're not totally bombarded in June and July. You can, if you can move some of that to May, move some of that to August, you can have a little bit of breathing room and keep on your sales. Yeah. Cause nothing looks better on you than being busy. I mean, it's, 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 it's great for your clients to feel like, Oh, it's tough to get tough to get to those guys. Cause they're so busy, you know, but if you play it right, you can, 
be busy, you know, all year round. And I think that's what the season of sales is really all about. And that just putting together that calendar, really spending a day or two, you know, really thinking through your client list and thinking about who might be, uh, you know, what are those dates for those clients making those emails and also not just limiting it to your current customers, but also your prospective customers, the ones that you feel like you're a good fit for that you feel like, you know, I've done a lot of outdoor video. I know these guys are heavy into outdoor video. I think, I really think I'd be a good fit for them. Um, that's always going to be your best angle. If you feel like you've got video that matches their style of video, your, your prospective client style of video, you got a really good chance of getting an in and getting a meeting with them. But, you know, I had a friend at an agency that said, uh, I never get calls from video production companies. I never hear from them reaching out to me to take, to get, to get a meeting. And I couldn't believe it. And I thought, geez, man, everyone's always complaining about not having enough work. And yet there you have, you know, people are just not even reaching out to these agencies to show them their stuff. And, and so I, I, again, people want to meet, they, they want particularly agencies love having these meetings. So I'd, I'd encourage you if you've got the, the, the stuff that fits, um, but don't do it at the last minute. If, if they're an agency with a client that sells outdoor batteries or something, you know, don't, don't reach out to them in, in June because they're already going to be swamped. And agencies are always going to default to the same people that they know and trust. Yeah. And so if, you, if you're not on top of mind for them and you're not actively reaching out, they're just going to stick with what they know. Yeah. But again, with agencies, they tend to get real slow in like November and December. Um, mm -hmm. because they've already done all the work for Christmas, all the books are already closed. Um, and they're worried about the next year and thinking about that. That's a great time to reach out to agencies to get them to meet with you and say, we'd love to work with you in, in 2022. Um, would you be happy to, would you be, would you be willing to meet with us? I promise you that's a really good time. That's an excellent time rather than when everyone's swamped in the middle of the summer. So, so I'm, I, let's say I'm a video production company and I have my calendar put together and I'm, I'm reaching out to people. But I still have this problem where I get too busy and I forget about sales. I'd say block off a time in your calendar every week. And even if, it's a, even if you have to shift what time or what day it is in that week based on your shooting schedule, just make sure you have right. three or four dedicated hours right. in there. And keep yourself accountable to reaching out. That's the biggest part. And knowing what, what deals are potentially in your pipeline and just not forgetting to not touch those every week. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think too often in our business, I think folks are just reflexive. I think when we start working, we often, when we started our companies, we were, you know, doing one or two shoots a month and people were reaching out to us and it was really easy, but then we decided we're going to grow our company or more likely we decide we want to grow the type of video we want to make, the quality of the video. And when you do that, often you have to break free of your old clients because they're kind of stuck in the old type of videos that you made. And again, if you want to start crossing that axis into better, bigger work, you're going to have to be more proactive about it. And that's just as Jake, just as you say, you're going to have to be reaching out to those folks to be make, to sort of make that change. Cause your old clients are probably not going to change the type and the budget of videos that, that you've been doing with them. So you're absolutely right. They're going to expect the same deal that they've always gotten and they're not going to yeah, the same deal. And they're less likely to be down with some fancy new style that you might be working on or something like that. So, 
Mm-hmm. But I, I agree. I mean, just being proactive, getting that schedule together. These are the ways to uh, to win at the season, the sales, and break out of that roller coaster, that feast or famine that plagues us all in this business. So, I hope you will uh, you will take try that it out to heart, <laughs> try that out, and remember to try out Pipeline, um, our all-in-one software that will has incredible scheduling powers. So you can obviously build these schedules and reminders right in pipeline, but it uh, also does a lot of other stuff. Like and it'll also help you be not so busy during the busy times. It it'll will. It buys you time. Yeah. It's the, it's the app that truly buys you time. And as you might all be, know, your time is your money. That might be our best, uh, our best tip is, is make sure that when you're busy, you're, you're not as busy on the little things that eat up all your time. But yep. Absolutely. Automate some of those. Yeah. So we look forward to uh, having you back again. Remember to uh, like and follow our podcast and we will talk to you again shortly. Good talking to y'all. Thanks. Bye-bye.